What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Hello, what up and welcome back to Confident as Fuck. Today's another solo episode. I am so excited. Episode 92. I am just going off the cuff on this one because there's a lot going on. Today is day 18 of 75 Hard. We're going to discuss a little bit of that. We're also going to discuss a lot of things. First of all, I have to keep you guys updated on why my hair is slick back. You guys know this is usually not my style. I am not the clean girl aesthetic. Like it doesn't work for me, or at least that's how I feel. But last night, I've been, you guys know, I think I told you guys that I made some bagels recently and I've been experimenting with like bread and stuff like that, which has been my current like fixation do you guys go through these current fixation things? Because Renee and I both do this. Currently, Renee is fixated on mountain climbing, like mountain climbing Mount Everest. And he's watched probably 100 videos on Mount Everest. My current fixation right now is cooking and like baking breads to go with our food at home. I haven't really made that many breads. But anyways, last night, This is also going to explain this Band-Aid situation. Last night, I wanted to make homemade bao buns. And if you guys are not familiar with bao buns, Google B-O-A or B-A-O. I'm not sure which one it is. They're like a little Korean style steamed bun. They're so good. Renee and I usually get these from like the Korean restaurant. It's like, I think they're Korean or are they Vietnamese? I'm not sure. But we usually get them from this pho place and they're like little bitty buns and they're an appetizer. They put like lemongrass, like pork or beef in them and pickled vegetables, cucumber, all these fun things in them. Well, one of our like typical rotation meals that we do are these like Korean tacos and we usually make them with tortillas, right? We get a gulgi meat from Trader Joe's. I do like pickled radishes. I make my own little salsa and we do like a spicy crema on there. But yesterday or the, yeah, yesterday I decided to make these bao buns because I saw this TikTok that this girl did her own bao buns and they seemed pretty easy. Same girl that gave me the bread recipe. She had these on her website and I was like, or on her TikTok rather. And I was like, these look so easy and so good. So I bought a little steamer. And since I've been like more into cooking, I also have been like over the last few years, I try not to buy kitchen gadgets that I will not use. I've bought so many over the years and they just junk up my kitchen. I'm telling you, I had a panini press of every kitchen gadget known to man. And slowly I kind of got rid of them when I didn't use them. But last night or last week, I bought a steamer. You put it on top of the pan and it's like a three-tiered little like steamer that you would see if you go to like dim sum. They bring these, they bring your food out a lot of times in the steamer and they steam things in. We could steam like pot stickers. You could also steam like fish, veggies, whatever. So I bought one of those and I also bought a mandolin. Now I had a mandolin like years ago. Renee's mom gave me one and it just like broke. I never replaced it because I'm like, okay, I can just chop these veggies. But with these Korean tacos that we were planning on making, 
I wanted to slice the radishes very thin. Literally like the third pass of the mandolin, I sliced my finger. Like my finger went in the mandolin and sliced as if it was a radish. It was literally so like it didn't hurt at the time, but then I looked at it and there's like a giant chunk of my finger in the radishes. It was very traumatic. It was very dramatic as well. So that's why I have the Band-Aid on my finger. Now, the buns turned out amazing. Really, really simple recipe. Like anybody could do it. I have no experience with bread and it was so easy. It was like flour, yeast, salt, sugar, and, and baking powder and water. And then you just put them in the little steamer. You steam them up. They're so good. So easy. And I made them into little tacos. I did not get a picture of the tacos because obviously I sliced my finger and I was just trying to figure out how to get that to stop bleeding, which took about an hour. (laughs) And Renee was not here. I'm glad Renee was not here, though, because I think I would have got a little more freaked out if he was here. But it was bleeding for a very long time. And there's a large chunk out of my finger. But the Korean tacos were so good. Now, the reason that my hair looks like this, and I had to tell you guys this whole story, is because I cannot wash my hair with this chunk out of my finger yet. My hair washing day was actually supposed to be yesterday. I was going to do it after dinner, but after I sliced my finger, I let it, like, once it stopped bleeding, I let it dry, and Renee's like, maybe you should wash your hands, wash your hands off, and then put, like, Neosporin on it and put it in a Band-Aid. As soon as I put that bad boy in water, it was, like, it was so painful. It felt like I put hydrogen peroxide or rubbing alcohol on it. It was so painful. So I didn't want to get, I showered last night. I just kind of kept my hand, like, out of the shower, but I don't want to wash my hair with my finger. Like, I'm going to need to, you know, use my hands to do so. So I'm going to give it like maybe two more days until my finger feels a little bit like builds up some more skin on it because it's super fucking painful right now. This just happened last night. So that's why my hair is back, but I did add a little bow. You know, we're going with the bow trend and I tried the little slick back hairstyle because I have the stuff to do it. It's just not really me. It's not really my vibe, but that's okay. Okay. So now that you guys know about my finger, the bow buns. I also wanted to give you guys a little update on 75 hard. And also I got an aura ring. So Renee for his birthday, I got him an aura ring. Renee, I posted something like this about, about this, excuse me, on my Instagram story. Renee has really grown so much since I've known him. He's super into like health. He's into his performance. He's into his sleep patterns. He's really into health and overall wellness, even probably more than me. And he's been wanting to like do this blood test to test like things that you're allergic to, not only allergic to, but things that could like be interfering with your sleep, your performance, all this stuff. It's like a really in-depth blood test. And he's been bugging me about it for a while, but it's a little bit more expensive. So I asked him, we had also talked about like the aura ring a while ago. And for his birthday, I asked him did like before I bought it, I asked him if he would want an aura ring, if he would actually wear it because Renee does not wear rings. Um, Even our wedding ring, he doesn't wear because first of all, he bloats a lot anytime that he drinks, he bloats. Also, he bloats on like a normal day. He has a very sensitive stomach, which is another reason we wanted to do this, do this blood test. But I asked him before I bought it because I didn't want to buy it and then him not wear it. He was like, yes, I will wear it. I'm interested in it. It would be a good gift. So I was like, okay, so I bought it for him for his birthday. 
which it got here. You have to buy like a sizing kit for it because their ring sizes are a little bit different than other places, I guess, like traditional ring sizes. So I bought the sizing kit and then it came last week. So he's had it for about a week now and he loves it. He's like showing me all the stuff about his sleep and about his readiness and his activity levels and all this stuff. He's really into it. So he said, he was like, I want you to get one too. Like, I'd like to see what yours says. So I got it. I just got it last night. I wore it last night for my sleep. And if you guys have an aura ring, please let me know like your favorite things about it in the comments of this YouTube video or in the on the Instagram at Confident AF Podcast. Let me know your thoughts on the aura ring and what you like or dislike about it, what other stuff you've used on it. I also connected it to Natural Cycles, which if you guys don't know what Natural Cycles is, Natural Cycles is, I guess, the first FDA-approved birth control that is not hormonal. So it like tests your, if you were just to go with Natural Cycles, you could they send you like a thermometer. You take your temperature every morning and that's how it shows you what's going on in your cycle. Now for me, I haven't used birth control in probably like eight years and I'll go into that in a second, but you can connect your aura ring to the natural cycles app. And obviously the aura ring takes your temperature, it takes your heart rate, it takes your blood oxygen level. It takes tons of different things. And so that's another reason I really wanted it is to track my cycle, my fertility, and my ovulation, especially as we're going to be going into trying to have a baby later in the year, maybe even next year, don't know. But it's something I want to kind of like keep track of. I haven't taken birth control in like eight years. So because of that, I have the reason I stopped taking birth control is because one of my friends here in Long Beach, when we first met, she was like, oh, like I just track my period. I know when I'm ovulating or when I'm fertile based on tracking it in this app. And that's how I use birth control. And I was like, wow, are you sure? Like I was scared to go off the pill because before that I had probably been on the pill for like probably like seven or eight years. But when I moved to California, I didn't have insurance yet with my new job. And I was like, not sure what to do about birth control. So when she told me about that, I tried it and it's worked amazingly. Like I said, I used it for like eight years. Obviously I never got pregnant, so it's great. And the aura ring and natural cycles is just like an upped version of that because you're actually testing your body temperature, which is what it goes off of. So I'm excited to track with that. I'm excited for the aura ring and all that it kind of entails. I'll just want to, I want to go through like a few different things that it's told me so far with you guys. So basically when you get the aura ring, it doesn't like you put it on and then it kind of starts doing things for the first like week and to a month. But the first time you sleep with it, it gives you your sleep data, which I thought was really interesting. So sleep wise, I slept nine hours and 32 minutes last night. I think that it started my sleep time when we were actually like laying on the couch last night because we were like resting, but I wasn't sleeping yet. And then it ended my sleep time at 639, which I got up just a little bit before that, like I was awake in bed, but that's when it said that I stopped sleeping. And it's interesting. So it gives you your awake time during the night. And it also gives you your REM sleep, your light sleep and your deep sleep. So for me, I got my sleep score was 90. When I first woke up in the morning, like when I woke up, I like checked my phone and like ended up falling back asleep at like five. It had me at a 93. 
So I thought that was interesting because I went back to sleep for a little bit, but obviously that wasn't really like great sleep because I never hit like REM sleep. I only hit like light sleep. And that is pretty consistent with like how I typically feel. If I wake up and I go back to sleep, I don't get that great of sleep. Um, I don't like fall into a deep sleep. I'm kind of like tossing and turning. The only thing on here that was red was my restfulness, which is interesting because last night, because my finger was like kind of hurting and I was worried about like bumping it because it's like right on the tip of my finger that I cut, I was worried about kind of like bumping it in the middle of the night. And so I didn't sleep that well past like midnight. I woke up one time, which is very irregular for me. I usually sleep through the whole night. I don't usually wake up. And so it really like showed that in the chart. It showed that I didn't even hit REM sleep after like midnight. I didn't hit REM sleep, which is interesting because that's when I woke up. So I do think that it's pretty accurate. I saw some mixed reviews on the aura ring and how it tracks your sleep and that sometimes it doesn't like really get all your sleep. But like I said, it's only my first day trying it. And so I'll keep you guys updated on what I like, what I don't like. And yeah, so far, so good. So far, I really like it. And it tracks, it also tracks your activity. If you have an Apple watch, you can like connect it to Apple health and it tracks your activity in there as well. Or you can track it solely through the aura ring as well, since it does do your heart rate. So I found all of that super, super interesting. And I want to get into some stuff about 75 hard and give you guys a little bit of update on 75 hard. 75 hard has been going amazing. But I did want to kind of like clue you guys into how I've been feeling um, the not so great parts that I was talking to Renee about yesterday. So the parts that I love about 75 hard is that on Tuesday, I really didn't want to work out like I got up. I didn't do this week has been a little bit different than I explained to you guys last week, because on Saturday I ended up staying up like all night, almost all day Sunday as well. I was at a family party. And I was ended up talking to my sister-in-law until like nine in the morning. So even though I didn't drink, I was still very, very tired this week. So we haven't been doing our 3 a.m. like workout routine. We've been doing it later in the day. And on Tuesday, I didn't want to work out. Like I got up, we kind of had like a slower morning. It's been raining here as well, which means that Renee's not working as much. So we had a slower morning. I got right into my work and I know that that is like, horrible for my mental health and also horrible for my workout consistency. So I didn't want to work out on Tuesday, like at all. I, it was like probably three o'clock and that was the time that I knew like you got to get into the gym or you're not going to get in there today. And it took me a, it took a lot of like willpower for me to get into the gym, but I had to go because I'm on 75 hard, right? Like I had to go. I knew like, you just got to get your ass into the gym. You got to go do your walk you got to get there. And I didn't want to, but I loved the fact that like I needed to push myself because I was doing 75 hard. So as I was talking this through with Renee, I was telling him like, I'm kind of scared that if I'm not doing 75 hard, like how is my motivation going to be? And Michelle and I were actually discussing this as well because you guys know Michelle and I are doing 75 hard together. Michelle and I were discussing this as well. Like, 
I'm reading the Joe Dispenza book, Becoming Supernatural. And in the first like chapter, he talks about stress hormone and being addicted to stress hormone. And I believe I mentioned this on the podcast last week. But Michelle and I were talking about like, if there's no stress, am I still going to get it done? Am I still going to get something done if I'm not stressed out and that stress is motivating me to get it done? Am I able to operate and be motivated and be consistent and be not with work, just working out, but with everything? Am I still able to get shit done if I'm not stressed? And I think that's exactly what I was feeling when I was telling Renee, like, I'm scared that if I'm not doing 75 hard, aka the stress, am I going to still be able to be consistent? Because saying like, I'm going to work out five days a week. Now, granted, I've done that multiple times before where I've been super consistent on my workouts, but am I going to, like, it feels like it could slip away from me very easily. And I don't want that. Right. And I think what Renee was telling me was like, you have to believe in yourself and what more fucking motivation do you need? Like, do you want to be in this body forever? Do you want to have kids? Like, do you want to wear the clothes that you want to wear? Like what more motivation do you need? And as he was talking about that, I was like, you know what? He's totally right. I don't need like consistently having a coach. I don't need consistently being on a program. I don't need consistently, you know, challenging myself to make myself do things. I just need a belief in myself and discipline, right? And the discipline doesn't come from just beating yourself down and saying like, you have to do this. You have to get this done. It comes from the confidence and the belief in yourself and building up those habits, right? Building up those habits so that when you don't work out a day or you don't work on your business that day, or you don't do your meditation or read your book or whatever it is for you that you feel off, right? You build in that habit. You build in that self-discipline by having confidence in yourself. And this is what Michelle and I were discussing is like 75 hard. I told you guys in the first episode that 75 hard is not just about, you know, losing weight or going to the gym or getting that workout in every day. It's more about the mental discipline and the mental like mind fucks that we do to ourselves to self-sabotage and pushing past those. And what that does is once you continue to push past those over and over again, you build that confidence in yourself. You build that self-discipline from the confidence. You build the belief in yourself that you can do hard shit, shit like when you don't want to work out every single day and you still go, right? Like you build that confidence that I can do this. I can do hard shit. I can get up and make myself a delicious meal even when I don't feel like it. I can go to the gym even when everything in my brain is trying to convince me that I should not go, right? And you know, like you guys know the difference. You know the difference between when you're like, okay, I really need to take a day off because I'm exhausted or I really need to take a day off because I'm telling myself I need to take a day off. I'm telling myself I don't want to work on this and I'm convincing myself, right? You know the difference between convincing yourself that you need something versus actually really needing it. So another thing I wanted to talk about was how I got through the 75 hard day where I was, where I stayed up all night. So Saturday we went to this birthday party and it was in Apple Valley. So that's like two hours away. We went a little early for a visit to Renee's dad's gravesite because they got his headstone finally, which was amazing. 
but we went there on Saturday and I didn't really think like much of not drinking there because a few of Renee's family members don't drink. Some people had given it up for Lent and I knew I was going to be in a safe environment with my family at a home. So like it didn't, wasn't going to feel weird, which that part was fine. It was actually really great. But I got all my 75 hard stuff done before, except for my reading, which I brought my book with me. And I read once we got there and I said hi to everyone and got a little food. I went and sat down and read my book. And I took like 15 minutes to myself to do so, which was great. Like I was happy that I did that because it was time that I needed to give to myself. Took my uncle and my cousins home. They live like right down the street, came back. And I ended up talking to my sister-in-law in the car four in the morning to like 9 a.m. And I think because I wasn't drinking, like I wasn't as tired, which is weird for me because typically I am like the first to go to sleep. Renee's usually the night owl, but he went to sleep around four and I stayed up all night and I really wasn't tired. We woke up the next day. Renee wake, woke up, excuse me, I was already awake. <laughs> Renee woke up the next day and he was like, I got him coffee and breakfast. And then I was like, hey, do you want to go on a walk? Like, I want to get my first workout in. And he's like, sure. So we went on a little family walk, 45 minutes with me, Renee, and his brother and his brother's wife and their baby. We went on a walk, 45 minutes. We came back to the house. And then around like 3 p.m., we decided, Renee and I decided we were going to go back to Long Beach. So Renee drove us home, two hours. I thought I would sleep on that car ride home. I didn't because Renee and I ended up just talking the whole way. When we got home, it was around 5 p.m. And I was like, okay, I have to go on another walk, right? I need another 45-minute workout. So we go on this walk, and I felt like I was drunk by the end of this walk. I was so sleep-deprived because I had been up over like almost 48 hours and 36 hours. And I was so tired that I felt drunk. When we got back home, I was like knocking stuff over. Like I just was so, so tired. So that's why I've been more tired this week. But it was so good. Like being at that party without drinking was honestly one of the best experiences. I got to interact with people in a different way. I got to see people in a different light. People, certain people were like less annoying to me than usual. I killed karaoke. I killed karaoke and I didn't get too over like hot or out of breath because I wasn't drinking. Like it was just, it was amazing. And then Renee and I were actually talking about this as well as I was like, you know, I'm having so much fun not drinking. Like, am I ever going to want to drink again? And if I do drink again, am I going to have like one drink or am I going to want to like get drunk? I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel after 75 hard. So 75 hard is literally a mind fuck and it will make you start thinking about tons of different things and it'll make you see the world in a different way, which I think I really, you know, exposed you guys to last time. But as it keeps going, I'm going to keep updating you guys on the different revelations and the different stuff that I have going on in my brain because it's a lot. Okay. What else did I want to talk to you about? Let's see. I actually, that's so weird. My phone has been acting really weird. I don't know if there's like an update that happened, but it's like, it's giving me notifications like in a different way that I don't like. So I don't know what that's about. Anyways, we just had 
Jaden speak in our Batty Girls Club. So we have a guest speaker every month. This month, month two, was Jaden. And she was talking about alignment. If you guys know Jaden, I love her. She's been on the podcast before. I actually also coach with her one-on-one for like 10 months, I think. And she's an amazing human. I really love her. I love her work. And so she came on the pot, I'm sorry, into Batty Girls Club to teach for month two. And she was talking about alignment. And she was talking about how to like, when we have these goals or these things that we want and we envision them, we automatically go to what we're doing wrong and fixing that. But it can be a lot of other things, like other things in our environment and not just what we're doing wrong in our day to day, which I thought was really insightful. And it was so interesting because as she was talking about that, because I usually do the work with the ladies and baddie girls club because I'm not teaching on that day. So it's kind of nice. I get to like sit in and be a student. And as she's doing this envisioning practice, I'm like, oh my God, I'm viewing like, I'm viewing like getting pregnant and having a baby as this one thing that I want to like do. But when I actually think about that, there's a lot of other things that go around it that encompass it. And it's really like a way bigger picture, right? Like a lot of things go into that, not just baby, pregnancy, mom, right? Like it comes with certain like career moves for Renee and I and our business. And like, I knew that, you know, like I know that logically, but it's interesting because when you think about your goal or like something you want to achieve, sometimes we just focus on that one big thing and we don't focus on changing all the other things that are going to support that. And so that was a really big moment of clarity for me this week is, and I think that's why also like with the 75 hard, I had to like really shift and think about like all these thoughts are coming up. Like what am I going to do after 75 hard? And Renee keeps telling me like, just fucking finish 75 hard. Duh which is true, but I keep thinking about what's after it, like what's next, like what, how do I want to shift what I'm currently doing or what I'm currently surrounding myself with to support this larger goal that's later on. And so I encourage you guys this week to think about that as well. If you have a goal you're working towards, whether it be like career, business, personal, or financial, or relationship wise, whatever it is, if you're working on a current goal, what are, what is everything else around it? When you envision that goal, what are the other things that support that? Right? Because for me, when I'm thinking about like having a baby, I think about like Renee being there to support me. I think about like hiring, you know, a birthing coach, like all these things that support it. And how do I actually make that entire vision come true is I have to focus on the things around it as well, not just the main thing. So look at that this week and think about your goals and think about when you actually envision them, what other things are surrounding it that you also have to put energy and time and effort into, or maybe you need to change. And maybe it's nothing that you have to do. It's just something that you have to either subtract or remove from your life, right? Like people, friends, places, whatever it is, right? I think that's all I have for you guys this week. Honestly, I think that's all I have. My book I'm obsessed with really, really good read by Joe Dispenza. Also, Michelle is reading Ego is the Enemy. I'm going to have her on to do a recap of 75 Hard at the end of this, which will be episode 101. Renee's going to come back for episode 100. I told you guys that last week. I hope you guys are enjoying the little solo episodes, the updates, the life updates, 75 Hard and 
all the stuff that's going along with it. That's all I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed the shorter episode. I cannot wait to give you guys an update on everything else next week. I love you so, so much. Please rate and review the podcast down below. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. Let me know your experience. If you've done 75 hard, you've used the aura ring, whatever, whatever comments you want to give. I love it. Thank you guys so, so much. And I will see you guys next week.